Welcome to the Transformational Travel Podcast, bringing you inspiring stories of life-changing travel experiences from around the world. Now, here's your host, Transformational Retreat Leader, Ann Gordon. Ann Gordon, and welcome to my Transformational Travel Podcast. This is my welcome episode where I will be explaining a little bit about who I am and why I have chosen to share this subject with you. It is near and dear to my heart. I grew up in the Pacific Northwest in Oregon and Washington State of the U.S., and I spent every summer exploring the San Juan Islands and the British Columbia's Gulf Islands with my family. My dad had a boat, and so we spent countless hours out on the water on weekends and summer vacations, as well as traveling to California to visit family and a few trips to Mexico. So I grew up traveling and bitten by the travel bug and have loved it all of my life. In university, I studied biology and animal behavior, and that taught me to be an observer. That taught me to watch the animals and learn and extrapolate why and understand why they do what they do. And that has served me well because I take the same, uh, same approach to travel, observing and being with an approaching it with an open mind because i may not understand what i'm looking at or i may be observing a new culture that is very foreign to me but learning what i can learn by straight observation and then engaging with each and every new experience my first job after graduation was as a zookeeper at seattle's woodland park zoo and after the zoo, I worked, I created my own company where I raised and trained wild animals for educational outreach programs to teach a respect and appreciation for wildlife. And then after that, I raised and trained wild and domestic animals for movies and TV for over 20 years. I worked on shows such as Northern Exposure, Homeward Bound, Legends of the Fall, and some of the Air Bud movies, among many, many others. Now, working in the film industry was fascinating, and it introduced me to all kinds of people and using my observational skills that I learned studying animals with people to learn to get along with all types of people in the film industry, as you can imagine. And it also took me to places around the world that I had never thought of going to. And what I discovered was a really fun thing is that one, on my days off, I could explore these new areas rather than sitting in my hotel room and waiting to go to work on Monday. I would get out. I would explore the local parks and on every movie set, we had people who lived locally working on the show. So I got to spend time with them, talk to them and ask them what were the really cool things I needed to see and experience in their area. And that was really fun. It gave me a whole new perspective rather than just following 
the, t- you know, the tourist guides or what everybody was advertising I should do. That was really a fun way to see and explore each new area. And then I also lived in California for a few years during my film career. And I learned how transformative walking and hiking in nearby parks and local beaches could be. Because I would take my dogs out for a run or a hike in a local park just a few miles from my home. And what I discovered was I would have these incredible aha moments or realizations, sometimes about challenges I was facing, maybe little problems, or maybe just new ways that I could live my life. And it was super fun. It became this really exciting aspect to going on these hikes and walking along the beach that I just totally embraced and realized that you didn't have to travel across the world to have these life-changing transformational moments. You can have them in local parks, just walking down the street from your house, just keeping an open mind and not having an agenda at all. And then I got a call to work on a film that was shooting in Panama. And I was like many people, I did not know anything about Panama other than it had a canal and a jungle. And that was it. It was not on my bucket list at all. And this movie was also hiring a local tribe of indigenous peoples as the actors on the film. This tribe, the Embera tribe, still live in traditional villages deep in the rainforest. And so I got to spend time with them on the movie set and visit their villages on the weekends. And the beauty was I got to go with them. So I got to see it from their perspective, spend time in their homes and watch their family life. So it was fascinating. And I fell deeply in love with how they are as a people and how warm and friendly and open they are, where family is their number one priority in life. And then their community is number two. And work is the last last priority. Work is done when work is needed. It is not about who you are, and you don't define yourself by your career, as we, so many of us do in the Western world. In fact, when they meet you, they never ask you what what you do for a living, which is generally what we lead with. What they do is they ask you about your family. Are you married? Do you have children? They want to know about your family life and what's most important to you. And as I got to spend more time with these lovely people, as fate would have it, I met one of the men of the tribe and we fell in love. And I ended up marrying him. And that was quite an adventure in itself, transformational travel journey in itself. Because when we met, I spoke horrible Spanish and he spoke zero English. So our first few dates were rather silent, always with a Spanish English dictionary. And that journey was quite amazing, learning to completely trust my heart and what my soul desired regardless of what my conscious mind and the rest of the world was telling me. But it ended up being a very beautiful experience being married to him and starting a whole new life in Panama. So I moved to Panama to be with him 
and living with him, spending time with his family and the tribe. I loved every minute of it. And this is great, but how do I make a living? So the tribe survived on tourism. People would come, local tour companies would bring groups, small and large, out to the village, and they would share their history, culture, how they lived. And so I started working as a freelance tour guide. And that was really fun. People loved hearing my unique perspective on being married into the tribe. And it turns out that I knew more about the tribe and had a whole new insights that the local guides did not have. That was really great, but it wasn't quite enough income for me. So I created my own tour company, called it Embera Village Tours, got a great domain name. And within a week of putting up a website, I had people booking tours with me. And that went very, very well. It was a lot of fun. People loved it. It became very, very popular. And remember, I grew up on the water. I grew up boating. I grew up watching the orca whales and I love dolphins and whales. And so I was realizing I'm in a country with two oceans, only 50 miles or 80 kilometers apart. So how do I get out to see those wonderful animals and who could I go out with and what species did we have? It actually took two years to find out that Panama is one of the only places in the world where you have wild humpback whales that come from both the northern and the southern hemisphere to breed and give birth. And so it was very easy to see them during the peak season, which is July through mid-October. So as a result, I literally pioneered the whale watching industry in Panama which was super fun. However, nobody knew we had whales. I got to spend more time out there, but it was really hard to find clients and, and people to sign up for my tour. In fact, the locals, when I told them we had whales, they looked at me crazy and said, no son pescado malo. They were asking if they were dangerous fish. I said, yes, we have whales and they are not fish and they are not dangerous. But soon I started getting more and more bookings for the tours. And I loved spending more and more time out on the water, observing the whales and the dolphins that we had. So much fun. And there was a yearning in me. I wanted to go literally dive deeper into connection with the dolphins and whales and my clients. I wanted to talk about the spiritual aspect and the wisdom we can learn. Because as I spent more and more time on the water observing the dolphins and whales, I realized the many aspects of how the dolphins and whales live are great metaphors for how we humans can improve our lives to bring in more joy, more play, more flow, more unity community into our lives. And on a day tour, people are interested in biology and straight behavior, not this more woo-woo type way of looking at the dolphins and whales. So that's when I created in 2007, my whale and dolphin wisdom retreats, where I took people out for five days. Every day we'd go out on a catamaran sailboat and we'd hang out with the dolphins and whales. Sometimes we'd even get in the water and swim with them. 
We'd stay at a beachfront hotel in the on one of the Pearl Islands in Panama. And it was a magical experience. And from my very first retreat, I realized what a powerful experience that was for my participants. Because I noticed right away that they would be immersed in this beautiful healing energy of the whales and the ocean and this tropical, beautiful island we'd stay on. And that what would happen is that I observed is that their limiting beliefs and emotions and blocks that no longer serve them would very gently, beautifully bubble up to the surface. And maybe they would have a few moments of tears but be brought back into this new powerful level of joy. And since then, I've been leading my retreats, not only in Panama, but around the world in Mexico, Hawaii, the Bahamas, French Polynesia, and many other locations around the world. And I have observed incredible, I've been privileged to witness people recovering and rediscovering joy and happiness after tragic losses of loved ones in their family and people becoming inspired and rediscovering new passions in their lives. I've had people go home and write books and change careers and improve relationships all through the experience of the retreat that I was hosting for them. So I discovered how incredibly transformational travel can be. And so each week in this transformational travel podcast, I will release a new episode in which I will be interviewing different people who have also experienced aha moments, breakthroughs, and life-changing realizations through their own travel experiences, through their own journeys, whether they are across the world far or near, maybe walking through a park or paddleboarding on the ocean, or even their own inner journeys through powerful meditation. My hope is that each story will inspire you to explore yourself and step into living your best life through your own life's journey. This show is for you. If you are looking to improve your life, gain insights, and find ways to gain a new perspective on how you are living your life today. Whether or not you are a traveler, we are all traveling through life and we will be exploring how to get the most out of your journey of life on this show. So I look forward to seeing you every week, hoping that you will tune in and get your own aha moments your own realizations, your own transformation through traveling with us on the Transformational Travel Podcast. So I hope to see you very soon. Bye for now. Safe journeys. Thank you for traveling with us today. If you enjoyed the show, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Get more information at transformationaltravelpodcast.com.